Rodgers and Damon Benning. Pretty impressive. Another turnover. Here he is. And sits the pump. We know he can do that. That's what he's done all year long. His team best 60th three-pointer of the season. The lead is 23. And Wisconsin takes a timeout. A little home run play. out. On a collie. They scored the goal. They scored the goal. They scored the goal. It was inside the cylinder. Wow. They're going to take a look at it. Wow, indeed. Ohio State hasn't scored in over six minutes. Justice Suing changing that right there. A big time play. Got right to the chest of Tyler Wall. It's a really good perimeter catch and shoot. He cut me up. Look out. Justin's hit two in a row now. And a timeout by Patrick Ewing. Very well done. <laughs> no, it's not. And Tominaga says three-pointers aren't hard. That trap okay. comes to the baseline side. Carrington, that one almost hit the roof before it fell through. You've got to have more ball pressure. Eric Walker, the six-year senior, partially blocked, but look at Tominaga flying in. Hey, welcome in Thursday morning here on Coffee and Cream in the morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency. Although it feels like a Tuesday for me, I'm happy that I can say Thursday versus Tuesday. Is it because you're... Is it three quarters? Four fifths. <laughs> Amazing Daniel, get on me. No, Jamie, my mathematician. Is it because you're four fifths of the way through the work week? Is that... Why Listen, did you make that so difficult for me to think about? So because, <laughs> because number one, because it's me. Number two, <laughs> I didn't know if I should go four out of seven <laughs> or four out of five. Hey, are you are you thirteen fifteenths <laughs> out of the week? <laughs> so it's just like I'm just going to stick with the weekdays <laughs> and make the number clean. Four fifths. Yeah, is it because I'm eightieth out of a hundred? <laughs> yeah. Is it because you're eighty percent through the work week yeah. and, and not forty percent? No, it feels I believe like I, it feels like I'm forty percent out of the work week because yeah. I, I returned yesterday. At full disclosure, is it scary sometimes thinking how I think? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be, because even I'm real time. Like, shouldn't be that hard. Just say four out of five. But in in the same in the same vein, I was like, well, do I do seven days a week? But I don't know what four out of seven is. As, Not off the as, top of my head. As you say a sentence sometimes, <laughs> you think about how to make it more complicated. Hey, man, this is because you're, I don't know, how many days in are we? Dead. Four. Yeah. We at, are at, four. At the end of the day, for landing the plane on a very slick runway, it's because oh, this good. is only your second day back at work, but it's four days through the work week. Good call on saying slick runway. It is a little slippery outside man. today, although not much like sticking yeah. to the actual road, I believe it's above. We're very freezing. fortunate that it's thirty-three degrees right okay, now. Okay, so it is, and I think we only got down to thirty, and so it's not enough to like lower the concrete temperature. It would have to be significantly cooler than freezing. But I needed it to f- to be cold because um, we we got we have some friends of the 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 show. That brought down another half of beef yesterday. Now, they're in Aurora. It was hard for me to get back there. Right. So that I think they were sick of waiting. So they met me at the Devaney. Wow. Pretty cool. 
Yeah. And so the 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 parking attendants at the Devaney let me get like super close because Zoe didn't have a coat, which is a whole nother. <laughs> Just forgot. Was, no. was it a Zoe thing or was it a we're, we're not going there? We're not thing. going there. <laughs> Zoe just forgot her coat, okay. so we had to, uh, you know, I had to make sure that she could get in quick and not be very far away. Uh, ended up getting a coat, by the way, so it's okay. But they pulled in our guys from the meat locker pulled in, put it in the back of my trunk, like in three minutes. Unbelievable! Uh, unbelievable! And so, so not only and how much meat was it like a half a cow? Yeah. So I called my I called my one of my coaches last night because I'm gonna um, take care of him. I love the guy. So we're trying to arrange. I said, Hey, can I just put this in the back of your truck (laughs) during the course of the school day? Because he teaches, and I don't want it outside. So long story longer. Took a couple of bags home that could I could hold. Right. There's two in the back freezer here. And I have no one way. Up, and I have one on my porch. Stop it. <laughs> Dude, I'm trying to do a good deed. I, it's the best I could do. Hey, I think it's amazing what you're doing, but the fact that you have beaten three I, different I, spots. I wanted him to come get it last night. <laughs> but um, his Does little, he live far? No, no, but his little guy has a lot of complications medically, and so it's not just easy for him to get in and out. You didn't Sometimes pull an a lot, lot of stress. and meet him I, at his house. Well, I, you know what? I wanna, I wanna drop it off, but it would just be his son and his wife, and I don't want to. It's a, it's a little bit of work. So I sure prefer, you I don't want to intrude, and so I prefer he, he. It's he takes good care of me emotionally. <laughs> So I need to I need to look out. He's kind of like my little uh, Wusa. You know, I get a little stressed sometimes. I sat in the back row yesterday, section one nineteen, last row. First time I've sat on that side of the arena to watch state basketball. Nobody I, around you. No, Maya was with me. Okay. So so is so she, she was with me the whole. Doesn't matter like where I like. It's a good day. It was a good father daughter day. Bonding yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Like, so so she was with me, and she we have a similar personality when it comes to watching games. Talk very little, just watch. Plus, she gets it because she was just in that arena. Just a sentence or two here. So I just I just told to myself, play. man, I had to I had to switch it up. I usually sit in the kind of the same section. Kind of the same thing, and I've only seen one win at the state tournament in my family in like the last three years. So I was like, "Yeah, I better do something different." <laughs> so I sat. You pulled it off. It was cool. It was right where the the youngsters are up there, kind of doing the broadcast. You know where I'm talking about? Where? The, yes, I do. There's like the emeritus sign over there, and so I was right back against that far wall, and it was fine. Never sat in the middle of the floor before. Like I. It was a well, weird. It was a it's weird a good thing angle. You were in the seats then. Yeah, because it was, if you were in the middle of the floor, you would interrupted play. <laughs> oh, oh, middle of the floor. Oh, we we got yeah. I, <laughs> so that angle, like you're at the fifty. Yeah, it's overrated. Really? Yeah. You would rather sit at like the end. So, um, Shane, what's that song? Torn between two lovers, feeling like a fool. It's old. Your parents would know it. 
breaking all the rules. Yeah, they probably no slow clue. dance to it. I bet Barry's I like, know. yeah, I know that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm kind of torn because if the, you reacted like that, I'd lose my mind. <laughs> WWBD. <laughs> so the coach in me wants the overhead end zone. Okay. Because I can see things open up. The well, you're you're playing the, as bro- if you're yeah coaching, the broadcast as if you're the, playing. the broadcaster in me is cool with the fifty yard line thing, but it's it's not ideal for me. Would you still rather if you were broadcasting a football game? Be I go back in the forth. end zone. So if I'm up high enough, yes, because I still need to be able to see depth. Mm-hmm. I still want to see like how far. Like I want to see how far away that streetlight is there, so I need to be high enough. Right. But I like the angle better. You know what? Hockey does that where they have somebody up top. They're center ice, but then they have somebody on the ice. What if football, in in like unique circumstances, had, you know, Greg up wherever you guys normally sit, and then you got kind of like your own spot on occasion, not all the time, so, and then you could watch good. the game from the 50. So we tried 50, that. The end zone. Um, we tried that with um, BTN where they would be doing the television broadcast, and it was cool that they trusted me, but I was on the field because, in essence, I could be a, an analyst, but I was on the field. I think because I was too low on the totem pole to get in the booth, right? They got guys on contract, like real contracts, not like Tony Romo contracts, not not not, <laughs> not four games a season. But they left my mic open, so they would use me like a a, a third, a third guy. analyst, yeah. And I like that's cool, right? It's um, it's it's kind of hard to do, but I always remembered something that Kugler told me from day one. He's like, "Hey, just remember, give them a reason to come to you." Don't just mm-hmm. talk to be talking. So, like, Great that's advice. that's, and it's easy, you know. That's the whole simple, easy thing that Rive and I got into. Like, you know, we hear things that sound so simple, but aren't always so easy to execute. Like Matt Rule says some things, and you're like, "Yeah, no guff." People like you don't sometimes say guff. I was like, "Hey, what's guff?" But once <laughs> I learned, once I learned, <laughs> yeah, rig- <laughs> I looked that up. You remember that's a real yeah. word, rigmarole. It is. So once I learned, like, it, it's simple enough advice, and it and it works. Because then I figured out what I didn't like to hear from everybody else. Like, I don't want the weather report on the field or what the temp is on the turf or, you know. But, hey, like, listen, if if it's interesting, mm-hmm. let's talk about it. But um, I guess I, I'll say all that to say, man, appreciate the guys at the Devaney, Devaney. For allowing me to, to to park, they wouldn't take my money. I tried. The guy was so cool. He was like, "Just leave me a couple of steaks." I was like, "I'll cook them for you." I don't. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not opening all you know these. What? Would you I'm like a side opening, of mashed potatoes? I'm not opening these bags that I How can't about some see. Roasted carrots. See through. They're orange garbage bags. So I have a couple of orange garbage bags on my porch, and I'm like. Uh, looks a little suspicious off a little suspect but i can hang in there for another four or five hours till i get it in the back of his pickup like get this out of here what, what else comes in an orange garbage bag yeah i don't know like i feel like there's it, there's there's two back there in the freezer if you want to go take oh, a look yeah i will i'll, I'll go inspect them i feel like that's can, something can you that imagine you see nick, in a medical can you lab. imagine nick looking at me yesterday it's six o'clock i'm fresh off the interstate Santa from lincoln in. 
he's got a dinner rush, like a real job, and he's wondering why these garbage bags are backed up to the back door. But Bill was cooler than a fan. Like, I called him. I was like, hey, man, I, I know this really isn't your job, but I just don't want to get cussed out by Verzal because <laughs> sometimes I put the meat over at Paisan's, and I didn't want to hear his mouth. I was like, can we just – can I just come here since it's on my way? You? <laughs> yeah. you can cuss me out later. Yeah. <laughs> just, just let me know that it's okay. <laughs> so, oh, man, but heck of a day in Lincoln. It was a heck of a day at the Big East tournament. And ominous foreshadowing. I was sitting there talking to uh, one of the guys who does broadcast. <laughs> I, was, I was messing with Strick before some of the state games in Lincoln, and I was talking to Chuck Johnston, who sometimes tweets at us. He's former athletic director. He runs the High School Hall of Fame. He's kind of a historian, even though he's not a super old guy. He says, how do you feel about tonight? I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. It feels like Lady Luck's about to run out. The line stinks. Everybody's fast-forwarding for Nebraska. Not <laughs> and, me. And he goes... And he, you know, he's he's fairly savvy, and he goes, "Yeah, it just doesn't quite feel right." And I was like, "Damn it, seventy-eight, seventy-five." Well, like I said yesterday, it's hard to beat a team three times in I don't, one. But see, season. I didn't know if I believed that, though. Man, I've I've lived it so many times, like you, in high school. I, I mean, maybe. So maybe if it's you're overlooked. better, it's not if you're better. Right. I just wasn't sure Nebraska was going to be able to be better. Man, everything, everything stuck out to me going into this game that they were going to be better than the latter. Because, well, yes, Minnesota has nothing to play for. Nebraska had. See, I, I, did, I didn't like that either. Right. Because <laughs> I'm like, hey, man, if you're going to lace it up and get your ass out there, you got everything to lose. Like, that's how I am yeah. as a player, right? Like, there's, you got some pride on the line. No, right? and I, I get that. but And they, they balled. But Nebraska still had every opportunity. They started the game off really strong. I don't know if they got too comfortable, but shots really weren't falling, even mm-hmm. though they went up 8-0 mm-hmm. to start the day. Then Minnesota started hitting. Multiple hitting, opportunities at hitting. it. Hitting. And, you know, as much as basketball is a game of runs, this was something that it was all about building leads and trying to put out the fire. Mm. And, and it started in Nebraska's favor, right? Because they got off to such a quick start. But once things changed, once Minnesota went on that 21-8 run, all of a sudden you could kind of, you could kind of feel that Minnesota has something going for them right now. Mm. Their freshmen weren't playing like freshmen. Garcia started they, to get it going. They were hitting from beyond the arc consistently, and they were also getting to the rack. And then all of a sudden you had mental mistakes start to weigh in on Nebraska. You had some defensive breakdowns. You had, especially late in that game, uh, with the shot clock winding down, you had C.J. Wilcher bail out Minnesota and put him at the free throw line for three shots. Then you had back-to-back calls on offense where you set a screen, but you're moving. Mm. Was one more egregious than the other? I'd say so. I don't think Tominaga's was that I, I get so crazy. I, I get bothered because they've called. They've made a concerted effort to call that. You see that a lot now with like um, moving screens 
for lack of a better term. I just wish the ball handler would be more patient. Because sometimes I think it's on the ball handler, and he doesn't or she doesn't get enough of the flack for not being patient. Now, sometimes the screens can be a little subtle, especially now that they run so many slip screens, or some people call them ghost screens. Uh, West Side got beat on a beautiful two-man game with a ghost screen in overtime against Bellevue West, but not that that sticks in my head or anything or that I remember from three weeks ago, <laughs> but it kind of does. Would you like to get back into that beating a team three times in a row again? Because uh, yes, let's do it. I'm hoping that Bellevue West doesn't get the third in a row. Falls oh, victim to that? It's hard to beat a team three times. Well, when you beat a team once by 50, then you beat them in overtime, you may be the better team. I also so, think so they're playing their best basketball so, right now. They are. We'll get to that later whenever you want. But, like, they let Cooper kind of run the show. Mm-hmm. And he sets it. He's like a prototypical old-school throwback point guard. You know, the, kind of the weird body, takes care of the ball, knows where to get guys to rock. Like, he's, they were good late, and it was driving me crazy. And when we talked to Graham yesterday... They did the proverbial play well for about 33, 34 minutes. Had a stretch where you're like, they don't belong on the floor. It just was out of character that they got the bad stretch out of the way early. And I thought they did a great job of attacking Jamison Battle to get him out of that game. I mean, you saw back-to-back fouls come within a minute's time. And at that point, I thought, ooh, here comes the swing, right? Nebraska is going to swing in front. But it... I don't know how a, a Minnesota team that goes seven deep, now six deep, I know. was able to hold you off for another nine minutes. I don't, I don't get it. Nebraska only has two bench guys that played in double-digit minutes. I mean, they're in essence playing seven. And I don't know like what's wrong with Breidenbach sometimes, but he moves like it hurts. Right? So I'm like, okay, is he just giving us what he's got? Or does he really not? not kind of feeling good and I thought the dagger it wasn't even some of the key plays that you mentioned late Nebraska was starting to maybe surge back it was in the low 60s high 50s and Garcia made the three from the corner and I was like uh poop well it was every time Nebraska got close Minnesota would extend it by two or three and I was like yeah this one may not this one may not be. Man, meant how to about be. that? Speaking of Breidenbach, when he took that three, did you think in your head what you thought about against Iowa? Like, <laughs> hey, if this goes in, Nebraska wins this game. But if it if he if yeah. it doesn't, I uh, think Minnesota I, is going to win this game. I That's was, what went through my head. You know, it's funny. It, it I call those no 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 yes shots. Right. There were two of those that I distinctly remember at PBA yesterday, and they ended up going in. So I always kind of try to <laughs> Hold stay back. a little reserved. Right. But I think I, I cringed, so my hands were kind of down on the couch, and he shot it, and I pulled one of the, you know, where I, like, braced the couch. I was like, man, get in there, get in there. Damn it. Right? No, I just No question was that a damn it moment. So now we're like – playing kind of the waiting game do they get in yeah i don't know the nit right around the corner selection show on sunday if you look at every projection nebraska's not on that list i know it 
But there's still a lot that can happen in it's, other tournaments. It's such a it's such a I don't it's not a soft bubble. What's the word when what's the correct term when there are multiple teams that are kind of on the the brink? Yeah. I don't know, it seems like the bubble's pretty expanded. It's yeah. not necessarily soft. It's just seems like there's a lot of like what if there's a lot of they, what ifs? They, they won't because they'll get beat tonight. But like, what if, what if Nova like made a run to to take to steal a bid, right? That's gonna bump another team that shouldn't be in the NIT into, into the, the NIT. Yep. So, I mean, maybe if chalk and seeds hold, you need a you need a lot less upsets. But yeah, I did kind of kind of subtly slip that in. Creighton will be beating Villanova tonight. I watched them again last night. Close. I get it, but I don't, and I understand the matchup. You're, they're not, they're not beating Creighton tonight. They won't. You don't think with the reemergence of more for that? Well, so lineup, he's still sometimey. Like he's he's he listen, he's stud, no doubt about it. But remember, they lost to Nova the last time with Daniels and Moore scoring, I think, fourteen or thirteen points. That's that shouldn't right. happen, right? So, I. I and I think they're capable of defending. I I just Nova doesn't play a ton of guys. Back to back nights. Creighton's got a good scout. I trust this staff and their scout. I'm telling you, give me the Jays. Watch. Well, the Jays have been your team ever since you started that six pack question. Yeah, I've yeah last week. Yeah. And yeah. not to say that they weren't your team earlier on this right. season. Right, so, and I, and I kind of asked you in passing, I don't know if we, we really landed the plane, but real time last week, and you kind of walked me through it yesterday, but I don't know if we would have, if we landed, landed. Would you have taken, did you tell me you would have taken Nebraska I, minus I, the one and a half? I took the, no, plus one and a half, right? Yeah, yeah that's I right. I took that's Nebraska right. plus one and a half because I said, I don't see Creighton beating Xavier. Yeah, so... Nebraska is still sitting at zero, mm-hmm. so they have but, one and a half. But Creighton still has to win two mm-hmm. more games. That's what I. That's why I. Said and I, and I when said. Robbie walked me through it, and I, he's like, "No, because that means they got to be playing in the finals." And I was like, "Well, they can." <laughs> well, yeah, you would but, think but, they could. But he's. The- but he said, "Win," because do you know what I think people were banking on? Nebraska winning, winning the first game. Yeah. So now you. Listen, if you laid the one and a half, mm-hmm. which Shane did. You're looking okay. Yeah, he bet me the, the little mini pink sprinkles at Krispy Kreme. He likes the kid donuts. You know, the ones that Oh, are like an actual big, donut, not yeah. like the yeah, so container he, he, of sprinkles. He wants the two little mini frosted pink donuts. And he bet. He's taking Creighton minus the one and a half. What did you bet? I oh, like, you just stayed. You're no, the house? I, I liked Creighton. But if he wins and you win, you still have to get him donuts. No, we both like Creighton, but because I didn't have any skin in the game, it was he and 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 L two. Got it. It's just because there's I don't know how many L's there are in Lula. It seems like a lot. I just say L two sometimes. I'm gonna help Cre- I'm gonna help Shane out. That's nice of you. Yeah, you weren't in a great mood this morning, so yeah, we're, we'll we're, get into we're gonna that. figure out your car situation. We'll get into that because uh, we need to put out a bad signal for Darcy. That's what yeah, we need right. To do. Well, I feel defeated. I I, Wait, I'm still trying to figure out how it said? happened. Did you hear what he said? I feel defeated. Yeah, maybe we can solve that next. Uh, well, 
we'll tell you why Shane needs Darcy Dingman next. <laughs> Stick around. We'll also set up the show. It's Coffee and Cream. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Coffee and Cream with Rodgers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Momentum right now. Keep it. Keep it. Okay, let's go out and get a stop right here. Push the ball down the floor. All right, push it. All right, keep our movement down here on this end. Movement's been phenomenal this half. All right, keep doing a great job of moving it. Hey, welcome back to the show. What's that? I love that audio. Just getting inside the huddle. Yeah. A lot of guys fake it. That was real. You really think a lot of guys fake oh, it? Oh, fuck. Like, when you say a lot, like, what percentage of coaches do you think fake um, it? I shouldn't say that. I mean, they probably I, know it's I, there, so I, they I, maybe I, force I, a few I, things. Yeah. That, I would probably say that's uh, – because how do all these coaches not cuss? Well, so they probably filter themselves. That's what I'm saying. Like, am right. I getting the real authentic version? That one's felt pretty – Pretty authentic. Right. I don't know, especially when it's players. Players sure. gotta be getting beep the heck out. Beep. Beep. Well, beep if it was the beep, XFL, beep, it'd be fine because beep. that's what you hear all the I'm time. I'm telling you though, we we you don't because you like it and I like it. People kind of hate on the XFL. If they're being honest with themselves, it's a good product right now. For it's what it is product. out of season, XFL is a good And product. I think people were itching for more football after the NFL season ended. Mm. So by getting that right away, the investment was already high. Yeah. So it helped. Yeah. I will say this, too. I looked this up. In St. Louis, the Battle Hawks for the Edward Jones Dome, I don't really know the capacity for that. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to look this up. Real f- oh, 66,965. That's the capacity. Guess how many tickets were sold for the Battle Hawks? Out of 66K? Mm-hmm. Uh, you have that sneaky delivery. Uh, guess how many tickets were sold? I'll go with typical AR fashion. I'll go f- 43K. Little less, 30K. But for the XFL, it's pretty legit. Thirty thousand Hey, don't those fans? crowds seem pretty good? Great. It seems a lot like you're watching, uh, and I don't know how many soccer fans we have here, but like a, a small uh, city soccer team. Hey, who's the team the other day? This oh yeah, DB like the XFL. You don't even know the teams. I'm drawing a blank, and no, it's not because I smoke. Um, what's the team that had the? They have the red. It's kind of red, white, and blue with the, 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 the black padding on. Yes. How sweet are their uniforms? DCs are yeah. sick. Hey, those jokers is, are. Is that who beat the Battle Hawks over the weekend? I think it is. Uh, yeah. They, it, don't, they, and they like, play defense. I like the gear. I do. I don't like the team. Who does Kalen Balaj play for? They're black and gold. It's Heinz Ward's team. Uh, 
those are the only uniforms that I don't really like. Although they asked Heinz Ward, I, I know I watch way too many sports, but they asked Heinz Ward what was going on. It was like 22 to 9. San Antonio. And he goes, he goes hey, listen, no, no excuses. We're, get, we're getting out coached. <laughs> we're just flat getting out coached right now. I was like, damn. Like, and, and it's There's fun. honesty there. Yeah. So, you know what's funny? Because I, I just had this conversation with uh, – I don't want to put him out. Um, I was talking to a coach yesterday to, at, at, over the phone on P, at PBA, and we were talking about social lives. You know, because I was like, oh, man, I spent a lot of time at, at, at uh, in Lincoln this last however long. You know, my schedule sucks. And he's like, man, how do you cover so many sports? He's like, you guys talk about women's sports, men's sports, high school sports. And I said, I heard something one time. And I'll be curious to see what you think. But maybe I shouldn't ask you until you're married for a couple of years. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm even more intrigued. So I heard this about five years ago. And the story goes, you can only be good at two things at once. Typic- stereotypically, the man's problem is he tries to do three. You cannot be good at your job, good in your household, and have a good social life. You, you have to pick two of the man, three. If you, if and he said, if you think you're good at all three... Ask somebody that's involved in the other one and see what they think. Have you ever played that game? That so I, I choose to try to be good at home and good at my job. So I watch a lot of sports and I spend a lot of time with my kids. My social life sucks. That's the one I'm giving up. And I think it's even more so in college. And student athletes, unfortunately, will try to do it all. Right, you, you got to pick two of the three. You got you got school, you got sports, you got your your social life. Mm-hmm. You can only be good at two of the three. Well, especially in this career field, I know people just think like, hey, you know, you watch a sporting event and then you come in the next day and just talk <laughs> yeah. about things. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's it's glamorous. Don't get me wrong, because we get to do this every day. But you're you're absolutely right because my this is how my day goes, and I'm not married right now. This is how my day goes. I, you sure you don't want to wait until you're married? I, I do the job. <laughs> I do the job. And then, like, I go home, and I'll do, like, a little bit of me time, whether that's, like, you know, you work on the house a little bit or you— You ran a little yesterday. You, yeah, I worked out. I ran three miles yesterday, and my hammies are telling me or asking me why I did there that. There you go telling me no. Sometimes I watch again. a movie. Sometimes there I'll turn go. on full swing because I'm knee-deep in full swing right now. Um, and then— once like six o'clock hits, it's dinner time. It's the hey, you start watching games and, yeah. and prepping for the next day, and that's kind of how it goes. So that's the work side of things. Well, the personal life, <clears throat> excuse me, not the social life, but the side with with Ashley is you know we have dinner together, like we we hang out a little bit once she's done with work. So we work out together, um, and so like that's how we keep the relationship going through the week. There is no social life yeah. throughout the week it's, for me. It's just no social. I'll life. be curious. I'm sure there's some no. guys and gals out there that's like, yeah, I can pull off all three. And I'm my like, buddy, yeah. my buddy called me earlier this week and goes, "Hey, I got a tee time at X Golf. 
would you want to go for like an hour and a half to two hours? Like that's a long time oh, for, no. for somebody at night that has to get up so early in the morning. He's like, yeah, the tee time's at 7. It'll go till 9. Well, if I go to X Golf, I know I'm not paying attention to sports like I should for those two hours. So I can't go to X Golf. I could maybe go to X Golf on Saturday. Yeah. But even then, now I'm sacrificing the job for social life. So what you just laid out there is yeah, somebody, I'm beautiful. You, somebody told me that. It's just, you know, how weird things just stick in your head. And I used to try to challenge it. Oh, I could be a good old Audrey. I, I yeah, wish. Actually, I no, you can't. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like. It's flickering. You just got to stay on. Um, it's so, flickering. So I just got to stay on. Even last night, you know, Nebraska was on the same time that uh, Miller North was playing and then Gretna and Lincoln Southeast. And, by the way, we've got – we're double dipping again in our coach's corner with with Coach Brodsky. Uh, Going to Class Pla- B today. From Platteview and Coach Jurgens from Scott. Um, you know, Caleb is – anytime we can get with him – upstairs at least me like i'm i i'm i'm enjoying right it's it's different with with him and jay because they're at school and you know they they have their thing but like just the the father-son thing and it's not about performance or you know basketball or football it's just chopping it up those times are not near enough so he's like hey can we get can we get the high school broadcast I'm like, shoot, man, on the big TV, I'm watching Nebraska-Minnesota. Full okay. disclosure, Are I you... put the high school broadcast on my big TV and watched Nebraska on my phone. So did I. I went and got my, my what's the little thing you put in your? Uh... AirPods. Yes, but they're, I don't have Apple, so I always don't say. I, That's I get, right. I get That's corrected right. by get my kids every home. time. I get corrected I get by my kids. Dad, those aren't AirPods. Those are those are, Samsung He said those plugs? are they're, He said those are Bluetooth headphones. I go, <laughs> Dad, those are Bluetooth headphones. It's, it's Micah. It's that little ding-dong being him. But um, So as I, 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 casually, I don't like to say AirPods, but, yeah, that's what I did with the game, and I'm watching it on my mm-hmm. phone. And I let the broadcast go on the TV because, I mean, this, that dude's on the couch upstairs about f- 3% of the time he's in that house. So just to be up there, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Let's let's go. But then I had to hear all the, the commentary from him during the course of the basketball games, and I was just like, bro, you realize sometimes this is you too, right? Like, <laughs> now, you know, now, you, now you know why I get pissed at you. Like, hey, see that open shot he just turned down? Yeah, I've, I've seen that before. Yeah, I've seen that Once before. or twice. <laughs> As uh, DB put it, we're talking to the Class B coaches, the one seed and two seed in the bracket. Next, uh, we we got a loaded show ahead. Uh, the World Baseball Classic began, too. I don't know how much of a I fan dabble. you are for that. I, I dabble. I dabble into that. We'll talk about that learning curve and how that could uh, learning curve can also transition to Nebraska football. We have the Sports Six Pack today. We're talking to Brian Edwards and Michael Brunts as well. Loaded show. All of that and more next. and Crane with Rodgers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. After a 
I should say an incredible. Let's be let's be grammatical. Mm. After an incredible first day of state championship basketball down at Pinnacle Bank Arena, Class A, Class C one, and Class D one get a break, and now it's time for Class B. Class C2 and Class D2 to get going. And Class B is where we will sit for this segment as we are going around our high school coaches corner. Yesterday we talked to Doug Woodard and uh, Mike Etzelmiller. And today it's time to talk to Platview and Omaha Scott. Yeah. Two guys that are your guys. Yeah. I, I feel like every high school coach, though, is your guy. Well, Coach Brodsky is different. <laughs> like, as I told Zoe before I was leaving the house this morning, I was like, I was like, Zoe, you know, I was just telling her who I was getting ready to talk to this morning, and she said, does he still have his boat? Because <laughs> she's been on <laughs> Tim Brodsky. <laughs> coach, good morning, From man. From the floor to it's, the lake. It's, it's, it's a shame that my daughter associates your tremendous coaching prowess with the pontoon, <laughs> but man, I, I apologize. Good morning to you. Hey, good morning, DB. Hey, it doesn't feel like uh, boat and weather today, does it? <laughs> no. <laughs> although, depends although, on where you live. Although, you probably try to pull it off, man. I, I You, you kind of march to the beat of your own drum. I can see you saying, ah, let's give it a try. Hey, as soon as ice gets off that lake, we put that thing in and we get going. So. <laughs> Hey, speaking speaking of which, that's a lot of how you play, right? I mean, I love it because one of the things that gra- I gravitated towards you about is you only know one way, right? I mean, you you typically kind of step on the gas and 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 you let it hang, and your team plays like that. How much how much fun is that that you coach to your personality? Yeah, we uh, we try to play fast. We try to play an emotion offense. We don't try to run a lot of sets where we're easy to get scouted. Um, and you got to have the guys to do that. And it takes time. I mean, I think if uh, if you roll some guys out there that aren't real familiar with motion offense and screening and cutting and angles and everything else, it's it's kind of a mess. But uh, we have a lot of times people think that we just throw the ball out there and, and play, you know, pick up summer basketball. But there is kind of a method to what we do coach you said back in november that the goal is to be playing for a state championship in march here you are doing exactly that what does it mean to see your team living up to the standard you set from the very beginning it means a lot we've got three seniors now that have started this will be their third year in a state tournament game yeah. and um, that, obviously that helps and these kids have put in a ton of work and not just those three seniors that have started but all 13 of our guys you know this like every other coach knows, uh, high school basketball anymore is a 12-month deal. And you've got to play in June. You've got to have your teams playing or your guys playing on summer teams. And uh, if you don't do that, I mean, it shows up. And, and right now I think you're, you're uh, at home or you're at, uh, you know, in the stands watching the, watching the tournament instead of actually playing in it. Coach, you're so in the moment, right? Like, you know, erase it, move on it. Joked in the car yesterday, the last time, I said, hey, guys, remember the last time we were on this road? We were watching Brady Hyman and Platteview. We came down with with the Millicans, who we'll get to in a minute, early. This was some years ago. Uh, you guys were playing Gretna, and, uh, you know, we ended up staying the day, and we were just kind of reminiscing about having all the boys together watching a state tournament. Do you keep mental notes? Hey, you know, I know each team's different, but from a coaching standpoint, hey, this is how I broke the day out last time. Hey, this was the practice regimen. You've been there so much now. 
do you feel like you have a good handle on how to get your team ready for mid-March? Yeah, I think so, Damon. I mean, we, we don't try to change things up a whole heck of a lot. You know, I think in one of the reasons, I mean, you've got nine or ten days between your district final and then your state tournament game. So, to me, if you start watching film for nine straight days or you practice for nine straight days and you try to throw in a bunch of new sets or – uh, I think you can kind of maybe put too much, too many things in the kids' heads. So um, we try to keep our routine as normal as possible. We've done that, you know, back, like you had mentioned, when the Thayers and the Hymans and that group were around. We've done it with this group. Um, and up until last year, we haven't had a lot of success with it. But, uh, you know, I think that's the best way to handle that. Um, and, you know, hopefully that works for us this year. Yeah, Coach, this group loves the long ball. They love to shoot the three-pointer. And uh, yes, they do. it's worked for at least 22 games this year. <laughs> uh, but, you know, as you head into now a spot where it's, hey, it's one and done at this point moving forward, is there a backup plan if shots aren't falling? Yeah, it's funny you, you mentioned that because, you know, I, I really harped with these kids. Uh, our first possession, we're not coming down and shooting a 30-foot jump shot, you know, and, and my assistant uh, says, you can tell them whatever the heck you want, but you know what they're going to do. <laughs> but we, uh, yeah, we're, we're trying to, uh, you know, and it's a little bit different, obviously, shooting down at Pinnacle, and we've uh, put together a schedule this year where we got to play down at Sokol Arena, and we went out to Grand Island and played out there, so we prepared a little bit for this, and it's always different, but... But, Andrew, yeah, you're right. I mean, we, we can't come in today or tomorrow or Saturday, whatever, you know, however everything falls and, uh, and jack up 33-pointers. So we've got to play to our strengths and ball reversals, post touches, you know, spread the floor so Milliken can get downhill and uh, they collapse and we kick. And hopefully our shooters have their hands and feet ready and we knock down some shots. And a lot of people know just because you got, you got a lot of fans that support what you guys are doing. But for those that don't, it's a pretty special relationship. With, with the best scorer in the state and in his career in Connor Milliken. I, I know you're close with the family. Connor has been extremely loyal to to Platteview in that community. Are you going to take time to reflect before it's over? Have you taken time to reflect? You guys are as close as a player-coach combo as I've maybe ever seen. It's got to be yeah. a little special. And this is coming from a guy that watched your, your, your son and your daughter play with tremendous excellence at Platteview as well. He's got to be right in line. Oh, he is. You know, Con- Connor's a special kid. And as you mentioned, Damon, I mean, you know the family. I know the family. I've coached Connor's brother also. He's playing football up at Dort. Um, Matt and Stacey are great people. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's – uh, it's, you know, it, it hasn't hit me yet, you know, that we've got three games or one game or two games left in this season. Um, but, you know, Connor, uh, he started coming to my camps when he was in third grade, you know, would win the one-on-one awards and everything else. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Con- Connor's changed a little bit since then. If, if uh, Connor missed a bucket back in those days, you know, it was the end of the world. And uh, if he didn't make five straight baskets and he, you know, he went four for five or three for five, um, you know, he, Connor had some issues, but – He's really matured, um, and, and he's a great kid, great family, and uh, obviously we'll miss those guys. Yeah, glad he got his mom's personality right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Coach, we appreciate it, man. Thanks so much. Uh, good luck today at 6.
Uh, all right, guys. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, that Coach. Is Coach Tim Brodsky. Nate, let's go over to Kyle Jurgens now, Omaha Scut Boys basketball head coach. Coach, good morning. Morning, guys. How you doing? Coach, hopefully I'm, you're not going to hold it against me. We're talking to you a couple of times in a couple of weeks, but it's, I'm going to go ahead and blame you. You just keep winning, so we keep wanting to talk <laughs> yeah, to you. it's your fault. <laughs> we'll, we'll take it. That's fine. Hey, go, go ahead. Uh, Coach, you know, some would say uh, their favorite TV show is Saved by the Bell. Um, you guys are probably now watching Saved by the Wild Card. Uh, you know, still the still the one seed in, in B despite the loss to Elkhorn. We saw one seed go down yesterday in C1. Uh, are, are you at all worried uh, that that could be you today, and how do you make sure that it's not? Well, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we try to take everything – one game at a time and we don't we don't talk about Friday or we don't talk about you know the next day till you take care of the one in in front of you I mean we we started this or you know 10 years ago and we kind of coined it the first one's the tough one first one's the toughest second one's the most important and if you get there the third one's the funnest and so uh you know we try to preach to our kids that that this one is as tough as anyone and you know, you ask coaches around that have been there, they'll tell you that. Coach, there's such varying degrees of success that your program has had, but all of them typically result in a lot of wins, right? You've, you've chased perfection. People have talked about whether you could go undefeated before in some of your runs. Uh, this one, you, you scheduled up. You played a tough schedule. You've been the hunted all year. Are there any ties that bind with this team in this run? Because – you have to stay fresh and recharged too. How does that happen? Yeah, I mean, I think playing the schedule that we did, and and it's important to you know play those competitive games and get those. I mean, we said the the sub district final was you know great for us. Obviously, you know we ended up a, a point short, but still having to play in those situations is. It's good for our kids, and so, um, you know, we want to try to challenge them as much as we can throughout the year, and we feel like we pretty play a pretty tough schedule. Um, and, you know, on some of those nights, we've played pretty well. Some nights, um, you know, not so much, but found ways to win and, and sometimes came up a little bit short. So I think you got to experience it all and take the good with the bad, and hopefully they, they learn from – all of it, you know, we, we kind of said that in the Elkhorn game. If the, you know, if the, if it ends up the other way around, the last shot doesn't go in, then, you know, maybe we don't learn as much. Maybe we don't grow as much. And so, um, hopefully all that together leads to, you know, playing your, your best down the stretch. And we bounced back pretty bad, pretty good from the sub district and, and played well in our last one. So hopefully we can keep that momentum going. Coach, looking to avenge last year's feed, falling one game short. What makes you confident in this team's ability to do just that? Well, I mean, it, it starts with leadership, I think, for us. You know, the, the nine seniors and guys that, um, you know, have been there and, and understand what it takes to get done. Um, and, you know, hopefully are, are a little hungry from, from last year. But at the same time, not, you know, looking past today and – I don't think they will. I think they'll be ready to go, and uh, we're excited to see if we can uh, play well today. Coach, it's going to be interesting, right? I'm get you out on this. You know, 
Bennington's got a lot of guys that are used to winning in multiple sports, and I definitely think there's something to a, a winning mentality. You guys, a good good matchup though. And do you do you talk or do you ever find yourself talking about another team, or is it simply you're your own benchmark? You make it about you. No, I mean I think it's got to be a little bit of both. We, you know, in order for us to have success today we have to be us and do the things that we do but at the same time I mean you nailed it they're they're a really good team you know I I think they're way better than an eight seed and, completely and agree with probably you. The, the number one thing is they got been there done that guys um from a football standpoint winning state you know back-to-back state title so they're not going to be scared they're not going to get caught up in the moment and we're gonna it's gonna be a 32 minute game and we're gonna have to uh play well to to get it done hey how's your how's your health real quick with with jake and i know he was kind of nursing the ribs the last third of the season you feeling pretty good about where your team is health wise yeah i mean that's the other thing is you know you got to catch a little luck too and stay healthy and, and you know from from injuries and sickness and all that stuff especially when you got whatever nine days or something leading up to it you know we've had in the past, we've had kids get sick, get mono, you know, stuff like that. And so, you know, we're we're pretty healthy right now. And, uh, you know, we've kind of we've, – we've went hard but then toned it down a little bit because you kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel and go, okay, it's time to just, you know, play and, and see where we're at. But, yeah, we're doing good and, and like I said, excited for it. Well, Coach, we best wish you the best. Coach. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Scott Catholic tips off at 1.30. More CNC next. Coffee and cream on Hale Varsity Radio with Andrew Rogers and Damon Benning. Can't believe it's already the top of the hour here on Coffee and Cream in the Morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency 590 ESPN Omaha. We are on KFOR in Lincoln starting at 9 o'clock, live on Twitter, live on YouTube. Happy to have you with us and happy to have all of you interacting with us on the comment page as well. If you're looking to get involved in the show, uh, put your thoughts there. You can give us a call, 888-638-4876. You can toss us a DM or uh, tag us on Twitter. He's at Damon Benning. I'm at Andrew Rogers TV. We're having some fun this morning. High school basketball, kind of a the topic on the mind, uh, but there is one thing that is on Shane's mind over there first, and it's why we need to talk about Dingman's Collision Center now before we get into high school basketball talk for locations throughout the metro area, along with that standalone mechanical shop at 120th and Maple. I'm convinced Shane's going to end up there, whether that's today or sometime this weekend, um, because something like that, all, all of that little, uh, th- those bolts that you heard hit the pavement there, maybe it was, you know, plexiglass pieces. Shane, your taillight basically got punched out. Right there! Yeah, I don't know when exactly it happened. It, it happened sometime over the last couple of days. I, I thought maybe it was at Walmart, or but then I forgot I went to Menards yesterday after work. And anyway, so I didn't. I don't always walk around the back of the car to just look at the car, even though I probably should because of what happened probably yesterday while I was at Menards for like five ten minutes. What'd well, you get at Menards? Well, if you park like Ravi. 
you know, accidents can happen in the parking lot. I mean, I'm just saying. I just got some snacks, like some potato chips and stuff like that. You went to Menards for snacks? It's right across the street. Wait, though. So I've been on him about this for 10 years. 10 years. And Twitter, social media came to Shane's defense. Apparently you and I are sleeping on Menards. Really? Yes. (laughs) I said the exact same thing you did, and this little dude spent – Ten minutes telling me about all the things that you can get at Menards for good prices. Shano? You can get potato chips there. You can get... Uh, like you, what you, brand of potato chips? Any any kind, like Lay's and all okay. that kind of stuff, Doritos, whatever you want. I mean, the the aisle's not as maybe as big as like a Walmart or a, uh, you know, a Hy-Vee, but it's pretty good pretty good size for that sort of stuff so what is menards like is what would their identity be well, it's like hardware lumber right yeah like it's hardware. Home, I would home, think home, so. home improvement right yeah. so it shocks me that the grocery items that Dude. you're bringing up is what they have too i know the store's huge hey, i've been in menards tw- before. twitter police will slap you down i got crushed <laughs> i sl- somebody told me about Gosh, this was some years ago, but yeah, they defended your guy. Shane, what are the brand of chips that were they the ketchup chips? Somebody told me I need to get the oh yeah the, the ribs. I'm like, I think wait a minute, at Menards? Yeah, and he always has an episode. He at o- Menards? Yes. Like, I'm like, one well, t- one time he walked. Yeah. He lives off 120th and Dodge. He walked to Menards. He told me it took him two hours. No, it took like no. Well, it did because I had to go in there, but it was snowing. There was like three or four inches of snow on the ground, and I had to carry I had to carry two things of uh, of uh, antifreeze back home. Did you not and prepare I had to for go, the snowstorm? Um, my radiator uh, got a crack in it, and no. all, all the antifreeze went all over the garage, so I couldn't drive to Menards. I well, had to I, walk I I figured you weren't going to drive anyway because it was what'd you say three four inches of snow. In your car during the during a snowstorm, and I had to go across Dodge, so you have to wait for the damn lights. Man, I feel like this is like a core memory. Traumatized. Are they are the groceries cheaper, Shane? I'm looking it up right now. Right. Grocery at Menards. Are they? Are they? Is it? A they're good pretty point? good priced. I mean, they're you know they're not like you know uh, you know. You know, like it's a, not like Hy-Vee you fuel know. saver. It's a, you don't get like a Hy-Vee fuel saver with it, but they're they're relatively good priced, and a lot of times they have sales, you know, on the different ones each week. So so you can get some pretty. You good know deals. what? They do have the mail-in rebate. Yeah, the mail-in rebate for eleven percent off. Even, I don't even. But wait, what? Eleven percent off. Yeah, that's like where you like buy it online. Yeah. You get a re- the rebate sent to you, and then you have to literally mail it into them to get a. Store credit or a you, gift card? You can go to the store. You can purchase your items. You get a receipt. Shane is And you can go online, and you can fill out a form, and then you can have them send you a check for the 11% off. So you don't know how the taillight broke? And so what happened was I came to work today. It was a little sketch coming in because my lights were a little dirty, so I went out there after I got in, and I, was, and I cleaned them off. So I could be, you know, a little bit more safe coming in and to and from work. And then when I was cleaning the back one off, I noticed that it was all smashed in and broken. And I didn't notice that. And it really looks like there was a cart that probably went into it from from Menards. So if somebody was 
not being very uh very careful very respective very uh <laughs> they didn't uh you know they weren't they weren't they hated the color blue. Or they hated the color blue. They're like, I hate Tiburons. I hate, <laughs> I hate small cars. I hate small guys that drive it. Hey, and apparently, my man. Nico, and I, and I, a, a, apparently, Menards pork chops in a pool of pork is fire too. Really? Yeah. Because I, I think we're sleeping on. Well, Menards. Erica on YouTube says the cleaning aisle can't be beat. Amazing Daniel says, uh, well, you can work on a project, and if you get hungry, they have snacks. <laughs> Uh, he may be being sarcastic. You got to watch him. I don't know. He said they need to sell beer, though. So I feel like that. Shane, do they sell alcohol? Thing. I don't think they sell alcohol. You can you? Can you? Before we get into high school and it. talk to Brian Edwards, can you? Apparently, tell? apparently, whoever whoever was there had a bunch of alcohol and decided to run into my car with a shopping cart and break the backlight and not be respectful <laughs> of it and kind of be a. Kind of be a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm looking for DB douchebag. Richard. Oh, yeah, that word came out twice. Listen, you can say that once. Shane, everybody can say it one time. Tell tell Uncle Ruru the last tackle you ever made as an adult. And you guys on the other show ripped on me for that. There was I was in a Target parking lot and some. What's up with you in parking lots? Th- 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 and, th- listen to this. And can I can I use the word asshat because the guy because the guy <laughs> sure. the, oh, a, a guy took a card up. out and he was in a big truck and he just said you know what I'm just gonna fling this down the down the the lot and it was headed right towards my car so I ran and tackled the cart <laughs> out of the way before it hit my it would have hit it. I mean, Is there it would, security footage? I wish. Dude, he came to work. And he could barely move. he could barely move. And I go, Shane. I go, what's the matter? You know, he's like, eh, he's doing this, and just he, you could tell he was sore. And I and and I looked at him. I go, what happened? He goes, oh, man, you know, I'm just out here tackling shopping carts. That's how he said it. You know, that right there strikes me as something like whenever you're like, hey, watch this, like one of those <laughs> moments, and Shane just goes out and tackles the cart. Hey. Shay, you still, need the, I feel bad because you're still mad. Like I am mad. You said even the way I was walking, I was mad. Yeah, so I'm out oh, here. Oh, he was pacing. What? And he, you know, he wouldn't put his arms down. He acted like he had like the two little, like he was a kid in, from a Christmas story. And he's just walking around like he's mad. And I was, What's going on? He's you seen the back of my car. And I was like, <laughs> you're like, oh, because well, I look at the back of your car every single day. But, but <laughs> and you said something that kind of brought me back to my senses, right? You're like, I said, how, Shane, I said, how are you just now seeing this? Yeah. And you go. I don't look at my car every day, and I I sat there and I was like, gosh, you know what? I don't either. So you don't know when it happened. I don't know for sure. It, it happened either in the Walmart parking lot over the weekend, or it happened at Menards parking lot yesterday. Probably Menards. Who's getting blamed? Menards. Apparently, you should have got the pork chops for pulled pork. He'd have been a lot better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we might be sleeping on Menards. I I, I know, haven't I like been Menards, in a Menards so. in in five or six. I picked years. up a TV stand. Two weeks ago, and it's huge. So, Menards, and you have to go all the way to the back corner. Dude, sometimes in those places—I'm not gonna lie—those places intimidate me. So I went into a Lowe's last year to get some moving boxes. Now I, I happen to bump into Paul Meyer, so that was great. I talked to him. He's a f- former big wig down at Nebraska, so that took like Jake Meyer's dad. Do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to get help on where the moving boxes were. Like those, I'm well, I always not, have to get help I'm at a good, I'm just not good in those places. I'm not. 
Can I just can I say one other I, thing about it? Absolutely, Shane. It's your it's your show. Okay, so we'll start putting you in the promos. So when you get uh, when you go to Menards or wherever you're going, uh, and you're getting uh, lumber or whatever, and you have it on your cart, <laughs> and you're uh, you're parked by a vehicle, watch what watch out what the hell you're doing. Oh, that, that's all man. I ask. PSA and, and, and from then, Shane Schillerberg. And then if you do happen to hit somebody's car ding it or break a tail light leave like, a note like you did with hey, Go you to know if, if you don't feel like you uh need to leave a note i hope you i hope you do feel like you you uh accomplished something in your life there that you uh kind of accomplished kind of being a jerk store <laughs> or asshat or db i feel bad man he's you know i don't like for anything to be wrong with you man we're gonna we're gonna figure out a way to get your car fixed all right, we'll go to 120th together. I know it. I know it's a little stunning this morning. Can Darcy that. help me? She yeah. can help. Hey, to give you an excuse to talk to her, you don't have to take that up with her hubby. But you know, you can tell him it's business. Oh, so I got to break my <laughs> tail light all the time. <laughs> hey, Shane, this is your fourth tail light in two weeks. Hey, hey easy there, because you, you are talking to a guy that's got five tires on one vehicle that he's only had for 14 months. Fair. Yeah, yeah I'm, Fair. I'm still pissed about that one. <laughs> hey, should we get into some high school talk now? Yeah. Change gears? Bring it back? I still can't believe I haven't been buying my pork chops at Menards. Can I oh, Can I just man. say one other thing? Yeah, sure, Shane, go ahead. Gee, <laughs> many Christmas. I'm, I'm kidding. I don't need to say I, I mean, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to I, discourage I do, you. I do feel deflated about it, and I do feel, you know, I feel like, you know, like a punch in the gut. So if you if you were the one that did that, thank you. I appreciate it. Have a wonderful day. Dude, I'm, I'm telling you, we're, we're sleeping on Menards. Nick says, my dad always says, if Menards sold beer, he wouldn't have to go anywhere else. They eat their ribs. There's another ribs one. I'm, I don't know, man. They're going to force me to go. Over there. He pork. says they eat their ribs all the time, and they're normal people. So makes, hey, full disclosure. Hey, hey, when you say you're a normal person, <laughs> hey, that makes everything better. Shane, right on cue. Kindred spirits. Darcy says, my dad would do all his shopping at Menards if we were up to him. Right there. <laughs> Call pizza and Menards. That'd be it for old boy. Out of breath, Brian says, was Schillerberg kicked out of the parking lot for targeting? <laughs> I'm serious. He was hurt. Like, I was genuine, you know me, like like if something's wrong with you, I'm trying to help, man. And he could barely wow. move. And when you just tell me that you tackled a shopping cart with no well, context, you're not, you're I not. was in tears, but I was in tears, you know what I mean? You're not thinking. <laughs> what was the shopping cart full? You're not, was it empty? It was empty, but I said, hey, did you run the feet? Did you keep, you know, you keep your near foot, near shoulder? Like, <laughs> he's looking at me like you. You're not thinking about it, you know, like while wow, that shopping cart is actually big and it's you know made of plastic and it's Shane, made when of you made the play, when you made the play, what were you mumbling under your breath when you stood up? Well, he dropped the you dropped an mf'er on the guy, didn't you? Uh, he was in his truck and was out, but I probably did. I'm sure, you know. I mean, he hey. peeled out and just left. You know, Shane lobbing the he bird, got the bird with his low Vienna sausages. <laughs> <laughs> did you double bird him? You guys like to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, okay, so so what oh. we just learned here is take your car to Dingman's whenever you have car issues, and go to Menards if you need pork. You know what? I'm gonna stroll. You know what? You know what? J- I, just for because I, I just want to. Now I feel you'll like be in I there for an hour. Oh, I don't have the temperament. 
No way. I jog in Costco. You'll lose yourself. Not, not M&M style in there, <laughs> but uh, it's like walking through Ikea. So I know the Except two, you know where I, the exit is. And I you know can go two of the guys over here now at Costco. They're like, I feel like Denzel on Equalizer. You know, he's something, he looks oh, at his yeah. clock before he gears watch, before he Sometimes kills Sometimes he starts it. And so the guy goes, how long are we aiming for today? <laughs> 31 minutes. <laughs> anyway. So uh, you're going to Pinnacle Bank again today. I am. And uh, you'll stop at Menards for snacks. Got to gotta, gotta clean out a freezer and drop off a few things, but yeah. And be, ba- be, be back in time. We got an eighth grade open house tonight, too, so it'll be a long day. It always seems like that, though, when high school state basketball rolls around because yeah. you have so many games to fit into one day, and then it, it's back-to-back, right? It's not just, hey, it's one slate of games, and then you move forward. It's, no, you have this slate, and then you have that slate, and then you have, oh, now it's the semifinals for everybody, and then, oh, okay, the finals. And, you know, to some degree, I sat back and thought last night, man, it's hard to keep track of both games at the same time. Um, but then I thought, man – do you ever save time even watching State from Wednesday to Saturday? And the answer is no. Because no matter what, whether you're watching one game or two games at the early goings on, whether it's two monitors or whatever, um, you, by the time you're watching the State final, you're watching the full length of that game. So it's when you mention having a long day, it's a long day from Wednesday to Saturday. It is. And can you imagine the old format of playing three and three as opposed to now three and four? Because at least – you know, you'll get the day off uh, in between, but it's a grind. And breaking news, uh, Shane Foe Woodard, Foe Coach Woodard, has, as he typically does, has released his lines. Let's get into it. Uh, Caesars Palace, Las Vegas, 310, Class A Boys State Semifinals. Crazy that Las Vegas has these lines. Yeah, he's hilarious. It's a great Twitter account. Uh, although it's a little it's a little pro Bellevue West, obviously, with Foe Woodard, but he he has made Bellevue West a five and a half point favorite total. This is such a degenerate one thirty seven and a half. Uh, Miller North Gretna is a pick'em. Wow, with a, with a total of one fourteen and a half. I would take the under in that game. Which one? Miller North Gretna. I think Gretna defends really well. And, they do. And they don't score a lot of points, and I think they'll be able to hold Millard North. That's 57 apiece. That seems about right. Mm-hmm. It's about where they play. Yeah. Because I think they're they're one and one. If I remember watching their game last night, it was like 35 all with, what, two minutes to go in the third? Yeah. So that, that yeah, I'd take the under in that game. Now, Bellevue West is – Beaten Westside twice by an average of about 25 points. Yeah, but Bellevue West hasn't seen this Westside team. And I'm, and I'm not here to, you know, hype up Westside just because I'm sitting next to DB. But after watching Westside down in Grand Island and then consistently watching them week after week from that point, I don't know if there is another team in Class A that can beat Bellevue West outside of Westside. I would I would agree, but it's about matchup. So it's funny because I'm actually with you. And I think quietly I've told Padilla and Sauter this all year. And this was before Caleb got ready because, you know, he missed however many of the first week. And I said, hey, they're going to be better later. Ricky Lofton will be back from his ACL. Like I thought that they would be much better later, but I've always thought Westside has the ability to go small. 
which limits how much Garcia in a rope can do, right? So it kind of neutralizes their depth a little bit. But as we watched yesterday, when Bellevue West goes small, like, so so they've they've adjusted too. They can play a couple of different ways. But I think in Millard North, I think their staff would agree. Westside, Millard North and Westside, you're playing to Westside strengths, which is why they hammered, I think, Millard North just because it's, so it's always about styles. But conversely, you know who Westside does not match up well with? Gretna. Gretna owns Westside the last couple of years, and they haven't been real close. So it's just weird how it, it's about matchups. I think they do prefer to play Bellevue West, but I think these, and it's a one, a two, a three, and a five, I do think that these are the best four teams in the state. I've thought that all year, and I think I would see them exactly how the numbers are, except I would move the five to a four because there's only four teams left. Bellevue West, the clear number one. I would, you, could, you could convince me that Gretna could, should be seated ahead of, of Miller North. I wouldn't fight you over that, just like I wouldn't say Miller North um, is ahead. I trust Gretna more, but Miller North has, has pretty good upside when they're going. So it, it's I, – unfortunately, I think his lines are about right. kind of feel like a degenerate. When you watched the Bellevue West game yesterday, I, I'm not – exact when I say this I, I don't know for exact if they went eight deep but I believe they went eight deep into their eight deep total in the game three deep on their bench um, but I wanted to ask you this because we were talking about this a little bit yesterday on how Bellevue West from the very beginning this year was being talked about as hey they have five guys that can come in and just remove the starting five off the floor. They have a really deep bench. And if they rested around eight, do you think that was expected for you? Do you think that was higher than you projected them to at this point? Or do you think that it wasn't as deep as you thought they could go? I, I never thought it was as I never thought it was as deep. Um, especially when McMorris Isaiah didn't start out by playing basketball. You know, he's kind of he came back. Whatever the reason, I don't want to speak on what I don't know about. But um, so without him early, I was like, ah. But they still could. They still could go eight. Um, I, I listen. I watched them. Uh, they decided to go. They had to go small against us um, a couple of weeks ago, and they seemed to be just fine. Uh, so I think they can play a couple of different ways because. It's like Coach Simons always says, and Coach Mack was the first one to tell me this about five, six years ago. He's like, they got to guard us too, right? So sometimes – because that was during a stretch. Remember when Creighton first started in the Big East, it was this rebound disparity that they had to overcome, right? They got to rebound the ball better. got to, you know, bigger, stronger, whatever. And Mack's like, ah, you know, a little give and take here. they got to guard us too. So um, I think eight's about right, and they can do it – now, way back when, and this was not a good West Side team, but you know, I think that game was like 47-12 or 47-16 at the half or something like that during holiday tournaments. It was a different kind of Bellevue West team. Garcia got off to the really good start, and he was kind of a tough matchup because he was making threes. Now, statistically, if you remove that game, I think he's now shooting in like the mid-20s um, from three. A rope. 
is still not where I think he wants to be in terms of his fitness uh, and kind of his health. He had had a knee injury a couple weeks ago, but they've had some other guys emerge. I mean, Eldon Turner's a stud. I've always liked him. Um, You know, Polacek is a big shot maker. He helps him. You know, Stuvey has one of the best mid-range games, I think, in the Metro, and he's confident. You already have the best player in the state in, in Dotzler, and Jaden Jackson is arguably the best shooter. So, <laughs> I mean, and, and the thing. The All thing, five can ball. The thing about Jaden Jackson is a lot like Maya Babbitt in, at Millard South for in the girls game. Right. Doesn't matter kind of where their feet are. As long as they get their they're in shooting position, they're gonna get a shot. They're gonna it, get. It a comes sh- down to being they're comfortable. Gonna, they're gonna get a shot off, and I think it's a total hand down, man down with Jaden Jackson, and and they kind of went through the motions yesterday, and still now North Star's man a hand down, man down. North Star's a handful, especially defensively. I remember I said that game had to be in the fifties for them to win. They couldn't allow it to get going, but they can defend. I. Uh, it's just a lot. I'm still floored, and we watched it on the big screen yesterday at the egg that Wahoo laid. Man. Okay. Remember we know. were talking about contrasting styles? and Yeah. I mean, and then you saw it all on social media, right? It was Binder, Death Taxes, and Jim Weeks <laughs> in, in March basketball, right? Because there's been about 34 binders. They're all good. Coach Weeks has been consistent, and he just wins in – in the postseason, that was the one one yeah. seed that I felt the least comfortable about. Comfortable about, but I still thought that they would find a way to score. Yeah, them. They couldn't what. make free throws. Yeah, I'll tell you what, th- that Auburn team as an eight seed with all that tournament experience, that seed doesn't matter. It's kind of like what you were it's talking Bennington. about with Bennington. Yeah, listen, the those, seed doesn't matter. Those guys, they have winners. Bird, Con, although they they're used to winning. It'll be a good day. Uh, I want to add one more thing to this high school conversation. We'll do that next. Uh, Stick around. It's Coffee and Cream. Coffee and Cream with Rodgers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. (laughs) Hey, welcome back. It's Coffee and Cream in the Morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency. I'm still digging through all the comments hey, the, coming our way uh, I keep, about Menards. Told you. It, it just, it, apparently, we're not doing it right. Well, you know, I, I think Amazing Daniel put it perfectly later on in these comments. He said, honestly, I would never go to Menards for that stuff. It just it's just really convenient when you're spending the day fixing the fence or building a deck or whatever. Um, or you live right beside it. I know. I'll tell you what. I just it, since. Or you want to have your. Or you want to have your tail Or you want to live. You know that's crazy that you say that out. because like even if I lived across the street from Menards and there was a family fair or other grocery store ten minutes down the road, not ten, we'll say five minutes down the road, I would still go there before I went to Menards. Yeah. It's just weird. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm so set in my ways like hey if i'm getting groceries i'm going to the groceries i have an incentive for you go your favorite second st louis cardinal second baseman of all time was tommy her right you got it nailed it right on the head not fernando vina well they have hers brand chips apparently the jalapeno poppers are to die for to go for and then maybe pair it with a cherry cola a sprecher as Jeff Hazard says on YouTube, a Sprecher. I've never heard of Sprecher. So, so do you realize what enough people tell you something that we're not that 
you or I are not aware of, we're probably in the wrong. Oh, I know I'm uh, in the uh, wrong. Apparently. <laughs> if, if 30 Dude, people hey, came yeah. in and said, go to Menards Do you want to go to Menards with me? Because yeah, apparently I'm not very state. smart. Yeah, we're going on a Menards date. <laughs> like, that way we DB, can keep ourselves honest. Instead of going off our watch, we can just be like, ADB, I think it's time. I think I think it's time to bounce. I think I feel like there's an endorsement coming, man, as much love as they've been You know what? We'll have to get our sales team on that. Speaking of getting on to something and, teams? you know, whether it's teams or whether it's, hey, you know, we're doing it wrong. Um, how about the the Alec Noonan support that it's, I'm not saying we weren't on that train because Alec Noonan is an All-State player. No question. No question. But you need to get it, like we need to go to Menards. You need to get on the Alec Noonan bus because even though Elkhorn South didn't move on, the fight that they put up just to stay relevant in that game, they were down 17 at halftime, yeah. and at one point it was like 26 in that first half. Do you remember after Elkhorn South played Westside, the morning after, we, we or the next show, because I don't remember if that was on a Friday, I go, I had to, and it drive. It sometimes drives Caleb crazy, except if it's a few select guys. Noonan, he has no problems with. Because after the game at Westside, I said, I walked over to Noonan, and I go, hey, man. I said, I love the way that you play. He doesn't talk. He doesn't say anything. He looked at me, and he's like, man, you know, your son's a dog, this, that, and the other. He's hard. You know, he's, he guards. And I said, you just kept coming. Talent and coming. respects talent. Listen, so he, I think he was, you know, he had he, I don't remember exactly. I think Warner was the guy that we really couldn't stop. I think he had four or five threes against us. But Noonan had like 18 points on like 16 or 17. He just kept working, right? He, and he never talked. And so I was asking Caleb in the car. I was like, and sometimes I think he's just he's just biased because he knows I like the family. But he's usually a straight shooter. And he's like, no, you know, he's a real one. Like he doesn't talk. He competes. He, he just keeps coming. And I, I put out on Twitter, and I, I don't do it a ton every now and again, like when something really catches my eye. And I tweeted at him after the game. I was like, hey, man, I love – I a lot of respect. It is a joy watching you play because he's one of those guys. And I said it early, and, and Midland is everywhere. They recruit their ass off. Their staff, um, they're always at games. I see them in the summer. You know, like they're they're present, kind of like how I felt about – Wayne State football, who I, again I saw at PBA just watching basketball, not recruiting, just watching basketball, right? Like those staffs that are just everywhere all the time. And I, at the time, I'm like, they're kind of getting a steal. And Midland is pumped. But they're kind he's, I don't know, man, just watch him. Watch him move without the ball. He's learned to play a lot of different ways. It's exactly how I feel about Carter Mick, who you, you watch him yesterday. Good I, so I'm on – I finally moved. I, I was walking around. I finally went and sat. I used my media seat, which I almost never do, especially if Westside's playing. I, I just don't go down the floor. But I wanted to talk to Padilla, and that's when Chuck Johnson was to my right. And – we were just talking about Carter Mick for a while, and you watch him play. He single-handedly, it wasn't, I mean, it's a 30-point win, but you just watched him play and how hard he plays. Again, another guy, I, I put my arm around after the game, and these guys probably think I'm crazy because they don't really know me. But 
I just watch these guys play, and it's like, you know, Carter makes a dude. He competes. And I was talking to his dad, who's so humble, right? I mean, he was good in his own right. And I was talking to him after the game, and he said something I couldn't believe. And this is total humility, like his day. If you mean his day, he's pretty meek, right? And he said, you know, he really wants to play basketball. He, he, he plays baseball because he's just a good pitcher. Really good. I'm like, I, I don't know what the look was on my face listening to him, but I'm like, I think baseball is the hardest of the true skilled team sports. I've said this forever. It is a it is a difficult, difficult sport to be good at. Most people don't want to get in front of balls. You're on offense without the ball. There's just lots of things that are working against you. How would you like to be that good, and he is legit, and you do it because you can? <laughs> I know. Like, I, 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 I just was like, Really? I, I would never know that feeling because, like, I was never that good at something, and that because I could do it, I did it. Like, I, I could do a lot of things, but it wasn't it, what you set the precedent there was. How about you are really good at something, yeah, but you do it because you can? I was never really good at something and could do it. No, I could just do and, it. And I and I and I must have had like this dumb, you know, typical DB look. Like, did you really just say that? Well, because you're I mean, you're thinking, oh, it's baseball. Because of the reverence, the, the reverence I have for the sport. Same, right? It's like yeah. it's my fa- it's my favorite. And and he goes, well, he goes, come on. He goes, Caleb's doing the same thing, and with basketball. And I go, no, he works at it. <laughs> He has to work at it. <laughs> he doesn't just get out of the rack. You don't, like. you don't just uh, become a really good ball. No, it's just like, oh, it's just some of these guys that I'm watching, you know, the you know, the, the binders and, and the glocks, and it, it's just a good stretch because I – Templemar, good player. Like, they struggled yesterday, and, and – uh, you know, listen, Westside wasn't going to go 0 of 15 from 3 again. But there's, it's just hard to win at, at, at this time of the year. How about, I mean, North Star got that thing as close to 7, I think, yesterday. And I was like, can they score enough in every time? Either a slip on a back cut, a loose ball scramble put back. You know, Turner would get in the paint. You know, Dotzler would make a play. It was just like... Sometimes I think because it's not the super high end that we've been used to the last couple of years in terms of high end talent, we lose sight of the fact like guys just simply making plays in crunch time. But the the, the Carter mix, the you know the Alec Noonan's, if 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 he's and I asked Caleb, I said, and it's because it's what he said about Carter too. He goes, he goes, Dad. Like he goes, yeah, we chopped it up a little bit at the end of the game, and he goes, I like him, and I, because I always try to balance. My job is I have to be objective. If if somebody else has a good player, or I think somebody else is the best player in the state, or what, and sometimes they could be playing with or against Caleb, and it doesn't matter, right? But he's still my son, so you know you talk about other players, and he's like. You know, with Car- he's like with Carter. It's like it's no big deal. He's a real one. And so when he and he's very stingy 
with stuff like that. Same thing he said about Alec Newton. And I said, are you sure it's not just because of me and Danny and the Nebraska thing and Maverick? And he's like, Dad, who, who, who's your son? You're okay, bud. <laughs> you know, like Tyson Terry. Little bit. Ty, yeah. Tyson Terry. He knows all. He knows how I feel about Tyson Terry. Tyson Terry is one of his besties, right? He, when you, I'd rather be right than well liked. So I'm, there's going to be times that I talk a lot about other people's kids, and it's. So I always wonder about that balance. But I think I, th- I think it's okay because I just feel validated sometimes. Because look at how they play, and we're all in on. That was some. Perf- that's gonna. That that performance is going to be forgotten about because it was in the quarters. But go back and look at his shooting statistics. Oh, I I don't have to. I watched it's, it. Yeah, <laughs> he just keeps coming. A lot like Car- Connor Milliken. Noonan's fitness is elite. Oh yeah, conditioning goes so far in this sport. It's seventy percent of it. Brian Edwards up next. Coffee and cream with Rodgers and Benning on Hale Varsity Radio. Now, Vegas insider, senior handicapper, and fan of the cold Budweiser bottles, Brian Edwards. It's got to be touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Brian Edwards. I don't really love it. Brian Edwards. Boy, they're using the cream cheese to butter the bagel. Brian Edwards. I'm going with the cowgirls. Here is Brian Edwards. Brian Edwards up now here on Coffee and Cream in the Morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency, one of our favorite segments because we get to talk a little sports betting, maybe make a little money for all of you out there. Brian Edwards here on the show via StreamYard if you're watching on YouTube or Twitter. Brian, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. What's happening? Hey, all good things here. I'm at Busy week right now with high school basketball, um, and we went through some fake betting lines earlier in the show. But now let's go through some <laughs> hey, real the, full, full, di- lines. full disclosure. Ar such a he's such a um, diplomat. I've got a good I've got a good buddy. I mean, excuse me, a pretend high school coach that has a Twitter account that sets high school lines. Brian, we're not <laughs> we're we're not being those guys. We're right. just talking yeah, okay, about good, those guys. Good explanation just in. Case people you know, like um, high school. <laughs> whenever ESPN or I guess more like ESPN two and you started showing high school games on yeah. Friday night, like yeah. uh, was it for the first time during COVID? Maybe in twenty twenty. Yeah. Whenever, one of my accounts would offer lines on those high school. I wouldn't bet them because I wouldn't know anything about these high schools. But I swear they were available. I found that wild. Oh, man. As, as Matt Rule would say, availability is the best ability. Yeah, I agree with him. Hey, B, real quick before we get into the actual games, is capping more difficult when you have to factor in volume in a short amount of days? Does it change the way that you've looked at these teams throughout the season? Like, you know, in my, I'm, I'm on Miami today, and I looked at the box score from Wake last night, and Tyree Appleby played all 40 minutes, and they lost their uh, uh, second-leading scorer, Monsanto, like uh, two weeks ago to a season-ending injury. So their other starters played like 38, 37, and I think 33 and 33 minutes. And I mentioned that in my write-up, but, I mean, that's just gravy. I was just adding that on. Now, you know, if we get, like – like who, if um, whoever plays Tennessee today, if they win, um, 
they will have played be playing three times in three days tomorrow against Missouri when Missouri had a double bye. Does that factor in? Oh, yes. Today, with just one game, nah, maybe not as much. But, I mean, I did put it in my write-up about Miami because Wake's guys played a lot of minutes yesterday. But mm. Brian, you know, let's get into these picks now because the first one on the docket that you sent our way was a matchup that really intrigued me. It was Michigan against Rutgers because Michigan is that team – on the bubble right now, could get in, may not get in, didn't really match season expectations, minus two and a half. You are taking Michigan. Is that because you think just historically they're a tournament team and they know how to win at this stage? And look, I, I, they lost back-to-back games last week, but they lost in double overtime at Illinois and in overtime to Indiana. They've covered five straight. Uh, three outright wins. They're eight and two against the spread in their last 10. They only won six of those outright, but I mentioned the overtime losses last week and their other losses um, here recently were a uh, close one at Wisconsin and another one point lo- or a one point loss instead of the two point uh, loss to Indiana in OT. They, they also lost to them at home by one. So, you know, they, the five point loss at Wisconsin is the widest margin of their L's lately and and on the flip side Rutgers has lost six of eight and has won six and one ATS and their two wins in the last eight games they scored 58 and one by one at Wisconsin they scored 59 and one by three at Penn State so Rutgers just can't buy a bucket and they've been so great at the rack all year but Michigan went in in there on February 23rd and won 58 to 45 so not only am I taking Michigan minus uh, actually I got it at three but it's it was at two at Circa a couple hours ago, and it was two and a half at most books. I also took a little bit, like only like 20% of my um, amount I've got on Michigan for the game on them in the first half, minus one and a half. And then I also did Rutgers team total under 65 and a half because they've only scored more than 61 twice in nine games. So, yeah, I, I'm either going to get off to a really good day with Michigan, a really good start <laughs> to the day at noon Eastern, or a really bad start, one or the other. Uh, B, I know. So we you, we joke all the time. We actually talked about them last week in terms of Tulsa. I know sometimes people laugh when you talk auto fades, but you've we've talked to you almost what ten years, and that is a thing for you where you'll look at teams that are trending or things that are moving in the wrong direction. It was Jacksonville for a while. I think that's how you built that nice palatial estate you've got down there. <laughs> Uh, you've got an auto fade today with Wichita State. Not so much about the Shockers as much as it is about Tulsa. Yeah, I wrote more than 200 words in my write-up. I never mentioned Wichita State once. It was just all about Tulsa. And, uh, again, I, I said it last week with you guys. I was late to the party, but it's been, it's been a good party since I got on there. They're 4-23-2 against the spread for the year, and they're just absolutely awful. And their leading scorer has been out four straight games. Now, I did a Twitter search on him this morning. There's no information. Nobody's tweeted about him since March 1st. I guess they've given up on coverage of this team, which I can understand. But uh, it's the last chance to fade them. So I'm in. They've lost 11 in a row, 10 by double-digit margins. It looks like a huge number. Um, and Wichita State did not beat – they didn't beat them that handily. They lost – I mean, they beat them by less than this amount. In fact, one win was by single digits. But they were up by 19 at halftime the last time they played them. So 
I'm going to go Wichita State minus uh, 15 or 15 and a half. And then I also took a minus nine and a half in the first half. Is K-State a value pick at plus two? You know, I like K-State tonight, but I like K-State like every week. I mean, I think they've been uh, badly, uh, you know, the lines, odds makers have not set good lines on them all year. Now, I got beat several times playing them on the road when I probably shouldn't have. And, and these teams split their regular season. They both blew each other out uh, on their home. The home team blew, got the blowout win. But I just think K-State's better. And I, I, you know, no need for a bunch of cute stats. I think uh, Noel and, and Keontae uh, lead K State to outright win. Uh, uh, a, a rare total uh, uh, of the play for today: one thirty and a half in the SEC with your Gators and Mississippi State. Yeah, so the overs on an eight and one run for Florida in its last nine, its last 